We bless God for another opportunity to come again with the word of life, with the word of truth, with the word of grace. Wherever you are connecting from, wherever you are listening from, those that are listening from our podcast, want to thank you. Thank you for always following. In case you have a brother, you have a sister, you want to and them to come to experience this wonderful, wonderful uh, ministry of the word. You can share our our application. You can share our website. You can share our podcast. You can invite a brother, a sister. I want also to recognize every one of you that has been, uh, you, you began with us. You are still with us. Lord bless you. Wherever you are listening and connecting from, those that are listening from our radios, teaching radio and even uh, the, our music radio, Freedom Experience Radio. May the Lord bless you. I, I, I am Pastor Dennis out of all the way from Kampala, Uganda. Freedom Experience Ministry where we experience Christ in His Word as life imparted, a light shining, rest enjoyed, truth realized, man's enjoyment. And this is the manifestation of the glory of God. We are in this wonderful teaching series uh, about the experience of God's eternal plan. We are want to see the plan of God within the New Testament. We have gone through several episodes in this series and uh, I believe this is episode 9. You need to go back in case you are hearing this for the first time and go through the previous messages so that you may catch up with us in Jesus mighty name. We have been talking about uh, recently we opened up about uh, an, a new uh, message about God and we, we wanted to see his person the person of God hallelujah and we discovered that God is has got a person that we need to find out what kind of God intends to enter man need to know about this God. So we went through uh, uh, some steps and we saw that he in the New Testament is revealing himself in plain words, in parables and in signs so that we might understand this God that is is entering us is the name of Jesus. So we discovered uh, the first item is that God is Father, the Son and the Spirit now uh, allow me to continue because under that first item being the father, the son and the spirit we spoke about several things and we saw that uh, there is a secret in baptism that's why even in baptism we are baptized in the triune God in the name of the father son and the spirit now I want us to continue with the second item the second item because we need to find out what are these items that are revealing the triune God, person of God. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to talk about the grace of Christ, uh, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And we are going to start with the book of Second Corinthians, chapter thirteen, the last verse, which is verse fourteen. Now. There is a prayer we always pray and most of the Christians pray, but it is as if it is a prayer just like that. But it carries a lot of meaning. 
You see that another verse that reveals the triune God is 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. And it says that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now the grace of Lord Jesus is the Lord himself as life to us for our enjoyment. Remember, grace is Christ Jesus himself. Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 verses 17 John was introducing this God who had incarnated. Comes to verse 17 and says verse 16, he says and of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace. In 17 says that for the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came by Christ. In other words, minus Christ there is no grace. So Christ becomes grace. It has come to us the truth. It has come to us because he came as grace. He came as truth. Praise the name of Jesus. I also want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 10 uh, that says, this is Paul says that uh, by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Now, when you see Paul talking about the grace of God that makes him to, to work, grace is inside him, causing him to work. And he says, But it is not me working. No, grace is working within me. Grace is working within me. He says, but not I. He says, yet not I, but the grace of God. So, the laboring of Paul, he says, there was someone inside him laboring as grace. So, when we talk about the love of God, even the love of God is God himself. You cannot separate grace from Christ just as you cannot separate love from God. Now, on this one, when we come to 1 John chapter 4, verses 8 and verses 16, this is one of the books that reveals this wonderful love of God. The Bible says that he that loves not knows not God. Why? God is love. So, that is very direct. God is what? Love. Hallelujah. And verse 16 says and we have known and believed the love that God has to us God is love and he that dwells he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him when you dwell in love you are dwelling in God and God is in you so you see that God is love and love is God himself is the name of Jesus. So, as the source of the grace of the Lord and the fellowship of the Spirit is the Spirit Himself. So, we have seen that God Himself, as the source of the grace of the Lord, is love. Now, you should know that grace originates from love. Is the name of Jesus. So, when I say that grace originates from love, I mean. Jesus comes from the Father, God the Father. 
Just as grace regnates from love. So, now we come to the fellowship of the Spirit. Even the fellowship of the Spirit is the Spirit Himself as the transmission of the grace of our Lord with the love of God for our participation. When we are in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, it is as if the Spirit Himself is transmitting the grace of the Lord Jesus and with the love of God so that we that have been baptized into the triune God begin to participate in the grace, participate in the love as we are in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. And these are not three separate matters, but these are three aspects of one thing. They are not separate. Most of us want to separate God alone. God is in heaven. The Jesus Christ and the Spirit is here. We cannot separate them. So, we have seen so far that just as the Lord, God, and the Holy Spirit are not three separate gods, but they are three. Yet they are not separate gods, but three. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in other words, they are, they are undivided. They are indivisible. You cannot separate them and put God there. Put this. Even when we see them as mentioned separately, it is for our knowledge, for our experience. It is even for our redemption. Praise God. So, the love of God is the source. Since God is the origin, so love in God and the love of God is the source of grace. Besides the love of God, grace cannot be seen. But now, what is grace? The grace of our Lord is the cause. Is the cause. When I say the cause, I mean the, 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 the cause is the development, the passage, the passage or the path where the love of God passes reach us it is by grace the grace which is the grace of our lord is the cause the cause of the love of god since the lord is the expression of god minus jesus we cannot know god minus grace you cannot know love hallelujah so we now see that the fellowship of the the spirit is the impartation. The impartation of the grace of the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. The impartation of the grace of the Lord with the love of God, that is fellowship. Since the Spirit is the transmission, when I say the Spirit is the transmission, I mean that if God is on the other side, for us to get that God, we need the Spirit this end on our side. And this means that the Spirit is in our spirit to transmit the triune God to us. He transmits God the Father with the Son to us that there is fellowship. That's why fellowship is the, of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So, 
Since the Spirit is the transmission of the Lord Jesus with God for our experience and enjoyment of the triune God with all his attributes. Now here we see that grace is of the Lord and it is mentioned first because 2 Corinthians is a book of on the grace of Christ. That's why 2 Corinthians 13, 14 begins by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he mentions the love of God and the fellowship. But the order is the love is the source of grace and love and grace is transmitted to us fellowship. Fellowship is of the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. And to give you some other verses, you find that grace comes first, love may come second. <clears throat> Praise the name of Jesus. Let us read First Corinthians. Sorry, Second Corinthians one twelve. Second Corinthians chapter one. Verses twelve. Bible talks about he says that for our rejoicing is this a testimony of our conscience that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to you word. So he begins to mention grace as number one because in the book of Corinthians. Second Corinthians is a book on the grace of Christ. Want to understand the grace? Second Corinthians is majorly speaking on that. That's why you find that even in Second Corinthians 4, 4, 4 15, it says, All things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of Mary redound to the glory of God. Because Paul here was helping the Corinthians see that they are already in the grace of God. As all things become yours. Because of this grace that is abounding. That's why when you come to even chapter 6 verse 1 of the same book, it says that we then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. So he wanted them to keep on and constantly receive the grace but he says you should not receive it in vain. Praise the name of Jesus. So he was introducing this wonderful person of Christ to the Corinthian as grace. Praise the name of Jesus. That's why he goes on to say in chapter 8 still verse 1 Moreover, brethren, it do you wit to wit of the grace of God based on the churches of Macedonia. Even the giving that the churches of Macedonia were giving with, it was the grace of God. The grace of God was based upon them. It is the grace of God that is based upon us to operate, to do anything that we are doing. It is by the grace of God. That's why I told us in 1 Corinthians 15 chapter 10, I am what I am by the grace of God. I have labored than any other apostles, yet not I, but by the grace. The grace of God which is in me. Grace comes into us and begins to operate. It is by grace. Praise the name of Jesus. 
when you read verse 9 of second corinthians chapter 8 he says that oh you know the grace of our lord jesus christ that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich that was also grace grace makes christ to become wealth and prosperity and riches to us praise the name of jesus so the book of second corinthians is emphasizing christ as grace or the grace of christ that's why when you come to chapter 9 verse 8 paul says that and god is able to make all grace bound toward you Let's imagine that god is able to make all grace abound towards you praise the name of jesus that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work you see when the grace is available and it is abounding provision becomes available what we need is the grace of god to increase our our sufficiency and we shall do every good work because grace has provided praise the name of jesus and when you see verse 14 of chapter 9 it says that and by their prayer for you which long after you for the exceeding grace of god in you now inside us the believers there is this exceeding grace that causes us to operate in this church life praise the name of jesus so I've given you several verses and my last verse here is going to be on this grace is going to be 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. All of us know this verse. Thereby Paul was fighting with his own strength. He went into fasting prayer. He wants a certain thorn, a messenger of Satan that was in his flesh to be removed. He says, I don't want anything like a weakness to be in me i'm a, a, a minister of god i have seen revelations i have i've been used by god but i have a thorn in the flesh so he went into fasting and prayer and in his prayer he besought lord three times that he, this problem might depart from him and god answers jesus answers in verse 9 and says unto him my grace is always sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. That's why he says, Most gladly, therefore will I rather glory in my infirmities that, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He got a revelation. But he needs the thorn to display the strength of God, manifest the sufficient grace of Christ. So, there are some things that we want to deal with yet they require the grace of God. So you see that 2 Corinthians 13:14 is a strong proof the trinity of the Godhead is not doctrinal understanding of systematic theology. Because when you go in theology, we want you to understand the Godhead by teaching you the trinity. But it was not the reason as to why. The reason as to why there is the trinity is for the dispensing of God himself into his trinity, into his chosen people and redeemed people. So he comes as 
in the triune way. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in the Bible, the divine trinity is never revealed merely as a doctrine. This is something that the church has been doing to teach about the trinity. They want to teach doctrinally. And we fail to see the dispensing aspect of God in the way of trinity. Praise the name of Jesus. So, it is supposed to be always revealed in such a way. It's supposed to be revealed and mentioned in regard to the relationship of God with his creatures. The way God has related himself with his creatures is that he is a triune God for our enjoyment, especially with man, because man is created by him. And even the more with his chosen people, the believers, the redeemed people, he wants to dispense himself in us in a triune way. We need to know him as the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, just as love, grace, and fellowship is representing him. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we see that the first divine title used in God's divine revelation concerning his creation in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 is Elohim in Hebrew. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, this word Elohim in Hebrew is Prulo in number. Where you see in the beginning God created, that is not one person. It is Elohim in Hebrew, which is Prulo. It simply implies that God as the creator of the heavens, the earth for man, is triune. He is triune. He created the universe in his trinity. That's why when you are, you have the eyes of understanding, you can see in Genesis chapter 1 that the trinity was there. In the beginning, God the Father created the heavens and the earth. And the trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, they created the heaven and the earth. Then they tell us how they created. God the Father comes, he sees darkness, says, let there be light. But before that, the Spirit was hovering on the waters. You see that the Spirit is mentioned. God is standing to create, but he uses the word, which is Christ. He says, let there be light. The word was spoken. Christ was spoken from God to create by the Spirit. Come on, say amen. So, we see that when you come to such an awareness, begin to enjoy the particles that are in the Bible, especially in the New Testament. We see that God creates the universe in his trinity. Concerning the creation of man, even in his own image, still the trinity was there. He says, let us create man in our own likeness after our likenesses. In our own image after our likeness. That is Genesis 1.26. The trinity. God as the trinity was there. And this implies that he will be one with man and express himself through man as in his trinity. So the way God expresses through man is in his trinity. The spirit is in us. The son is in us. And the father is in us. That's why Jesus says that we shall come in John 14, we shall make our abode in you. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I hope you have seen this. When you come in Genesis chapter 3, verses 22, you see that, and even Genesis 11, verse 7, you can even add on Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. These are all referring to himself, God is referring to himself again and again as us, us, 
man has now become one of us and he comes in genesis 11 and says that hey, let us let us go down and scatter what they are building then he comes you see he's introducing himself to us in a trinity and in a triune way and this is the relationship that he has with man his chosen people once you come to this revelation you will be blessed in the name of Jesus come on say amen and i trust god that you are learning something praise the name of Jesus so we have seen so far that in order for god to redeem man that he might still have the position to be one with man God became flesh he was incarnated in John 1:1 and verse 14 the bible says in the beginning was the word the word was with god the word was god then verse 14 the word became flesh now in the son jesus christ and through the spirit he has come to us to have a position to be one with man When you come to you see that it is through the spirit of God. Let us read Luke chapter 1 verses 31 to 35. Praise the name of Jesus. The Bible talks about this wonderful uh in Luke chapter 1 verses 30 Now this is also still talking about is the way God comes to man. Verses 31 35 says that and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son he shall call his name Jesus he shall be great shall be called the, the son of the highest the lord god shall give unto him the throne of his father david and he shall reign over the house of jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end and mary said unto the angel how shall this be seeing i know not a man the angel answers in verse 35 says that the holy ghost the holy ghost so when you ask how shall this be the answer is the holy spirit <laughs> praise the name of jesus the holy ghost shall come upon you and then the power of the most high power of god shall overshadow you for you to give birth to jesus christ praise the name of jesus so you see that that's how he enters man When Mary was asking question, how shall this thing be? He says the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the transmission. Praise the name of Jesus. So that's how God became man and he lived a human life on earth. Praise the name of Jesus. God was in the son. When you look we read Luke chapter 2 verses 49. Bible shows us something. Now Jesus is on, here on earth. He says that and he said unto them, how is it that you sought me? Jesus is asking the mother Mary, why how come that you people are seeking me? Didn't you know that I must be about my father's business? That is the name of Jesus. So is here on earth as the son doing the father's business. That is the name of Jesus. and by the spirit the way god the father came on earth was by the son it is also by the spirit when you come to luke chapter 4 verses 1 and also matthew 12:28 we are going to see that it is even and still 
by the Spirit of God. He says in Luke 4 1, and Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So the Spirit is busy bringing the triune God to man, using man to serve and to do the Father's business. Even when Jesus became a son of man, the Spirit was at work. Praise the name of Jesus. That's why he says that even the casting out of, of devils in Matthew chapter 12 verse 28 is by the Spirit of God. So, is that at the beginning of the Lord's ministry on earth, the Father anointed the Son with a Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. See, if you will keep on uh, like we, we, we go together in this wonderful teaching series, you are going to enjoy Christ. You are going to enjoy the Spirit. You will enjoy the Father. Now, next time when I come, I'll continue from where I've stopped. Uh, because we have only 28 minutes with you to share this wonderful experience in the Word of God. Remember, our, our series is about experiencing God's eternal plan. Now we have seen He has a plan. He has a reason as to why He's dispensing Himself into us. He's showing us the way and the means and the kind of God that is dispensing Himself into us. Now so far we know that He's a triune God. Praise the name of Jesus. So, I want to stop here because of time and I trust God that you have been blessed. I trust the Holy Spirit that if you keep on returning, we are going to go together and experience more details in the name of Jesus. And the Lord bless you, increase you, and expand you. May this grace we have been talking about work mighty in your life that you may increase in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Pastor Dennis.